0: Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say, but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is, hit for Tat, Republicans and Democrats, Grow Up. There has been so much fighting among parties. It seems as if little has been getting done with everyone bickering back and forth. Honestly, it reminds me of cliques back in high school and the going back and forth to see who would come out on top. Now, while both parties may have their differences, there should not be black and white attitude where no one bends or seeks to compromise among parties in order to not only be productive, but also to act like adults. Compromise is the act of finding a middle ground between two opposing sides, often involving mutual concessions or trade-offs. However, compromise can be difficult to achieve when the parties have conflicting interests, values, or ideologies, or when they perceive the situation as a zero-sum game, where one side gain is the other side's loss. Nowadays, it seems more pronounced that the conflicts are becoming more personal and less about what the people want and voted the legislators in for. Now, in recent years, the political polarization between Democrats and Republicans in the United States has increased, making compromise more challenging and rare. Some of the factors that contribute to this polarization are the rise of partisan media and social media, which have created echo chambers and filter bubbles that reinforced existing beliefs and opinions and expose people to more extreme or biased views. This is evident in that more and more politicians are using social media to express their views and gain support. But it is also one-sided in that the support they are gaining or even utilizing are people within their own sphere. They are not telling both sides. There's also the decline of cross-party communication and cooperation, which reduce the trust and empathy between parties, and increase animosity and hostility. No one seems willing to hear what the other person has to say. It is always me, 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 unless us, us, us. The influence of special interest groups and donors, which pressure politicians to adopt a more rigid or extreme position and punish those who deviate from the party line or seek to compromise. In other words, more and more politicians are being bought off to express the views of their benefactors. The higher the wallet, the more press space you will receive. The electoral system and the gerrymandering of congressional districts which create incentives for politicians to cater to their base of primary voters, who tend to be more ideology motivated and less willing to compromise. These factors create a vicious cycle of polarization where compromise is seen as a sign of weakness, betrayal or corruption, rather than a virtue, a necessity or a solution Now as a result, the political system becomes more gridlocked, dysfunctional, and unresponsive to the needs and preferences of the majority of the people. How many times have there been threats of a shutdown due to the inability of the Congress to reach a compromise? To restore the spirit of compromise, it is important to foster a culture of dialogue, respect and civility among the parties and to promote a more diverse and inclusive representation of the people in the political arena. It is also essential to reform the media and the electoral system to reduce the influence of money and ideology and to increase the accountability and transparency of the politicians. Finally, It is vital to engage the public in the political process and to educate them about the benefits and challenges of compromise, as well as the cost and consequences of polarization. The escalation of the conflict between Democrats and Republicans is a complex phenomenon that has multiple causes and consequences. Some of the possible factors that contribute to these escalations are as follows. Now you have the increasing ideological polarization of both parties, which makes compromise more difficult and rare. The growing influence of partisan media and social media, which create echo chambers and filter bubbles that reinforce existing beliefs and opinions and expose people to more extreme or biased views. The changing demographic and geographical composition of both parties, which creates more cultural and identity differences and conflicts. The perception of a zero-sum game, where one side gain is the other side's loss, and where the stakes are high and the issues are urgent. The escalation of the conflict between Democrats and Republicans has negative impacts on the political system and the society. Now, you're going to have a gridlock and dysfunction of Congress, which is reducing its ability to pass legislation and address the nation's problems. The erosion of trust and civility among the parties and the public, which is going to increase animosity and hostility. The threat of violence and insurrection, which is undermining the rules of law and democracy. Compromise and cooperation are essential for a healthy democracy, but they are not easy to achieve in a polarized political environment. Now, the House of Representatives has been experiencing more partisan conflict and gridlock in recent years due to various factors, such as ideological differences, media influence, electoral incentives, and special interest pressure. These factors are making it harder for lawmakers to find common ground and work together on the issues that matter to the American people. Now, there's not going to be a definitive answer when the House will bring back compromise and stop bickering, as it depends on a lot of things, such as the composition of the House, the leadership of the parties, the public opinion, and the events that shape the political agenda. However. Some of the steps that can happen to help foster more or even compromise and cooperation in the House are actually reforming the rules and procedures of the House, which will allow more opportunities for debate, deliberation, and amendment, and to reduce the power of the majority power, majority power party to control the agenda and the floor encouraging more cross-party communication and corroboration to build trust and rapport among the lawmakers and to expose them to different perspectives and ideas, promoting more civic education and engagement to inform the public about the benefits and challenges of compromise, and to hold the lawmakers accountable for their actions and results, supporting more bipartisan and moderation to reward lawmakers who seek compromise and consensus, and to discourage extremism and obstructionism. These are some suggestions that have been proposed by experts and advocates of political reform who believe that compromise and cooperation are not only possible, but necessary for the House to fulfill its role as a representative and responsive institution. And it is true that even the most veteran congressmen are seeing the shift and changes and are leaving political office or even representation because of the divide and the bickering that is present in the House. There are many reasons why senior House members are quitting Congress, but some of the common ones that seem to be floating around is that they are frustrated with the political polarization and gridlock that make it hard to get anything done. They are tired of the partisan media and social media that are creating the echo chambers and filter bubbles that reinforce existing beliefs and opinions and expose people to more extreme or biased views. They might even be facing uncertain or unfavorable electoral prospects due to redistricting, demographic changes, or even public opinion or they could even be looking for other opportunities or challenges in their careers or personal lives. These reasons reflect the dissatisfaction and disillusionment that many lawmakers are feeling about the current state of Congress and the political system. Some of them have even expressed their disappointment and criticism in their retirement announcements, while others have simply decided to move on without much explanation. Has social media played too much of a critical role in politics? This is a debatable question as social media has both positive and negative effects on politics. On one hand, you have social media can enhance political participation, communication, education, by allowing people to access, share, and discuss their first information and opinions and to mobilize and organize for various causes. On the other hand, social media can also exasperate political polarization and misinformation by creating echo chambers and filter bubbles that are reinforcing existing beliefs and opinions, and by exposing people to more extreme or biased views. Social media has played an influential role in political discourse, especially in recent years when major events such as the 2020 presidential election, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the racial justice protests have dominated the public agenda. Some researchers and experts have even argued that social media companies have too much power and influence in politics and that they should be regulated more than they are now. Ultimately, the impact of social media on politics is going to depend on how people use it and how they critically evaluate the information and opinions they encounter. Social media can be a tool for democracy and dialogue, or a weapon for division and deception, depending on the choices and actions of its users. Too many people today. Or losing interest in politics due to all the, chi- the chaos. It can be discouraging to see politicians arguing and not getting things done. However, I think there are still many reasons to be interested and involved in politics as it affects many aspects of our lives and society. Some of the benefits of being political active are you can have a voice and influence in the decisions that affect you and your community. You can learn new skills and knowledge and expand your network and connections. You can also support the causes and values that you care about and make a positive difference. If you want to increase your interest and participation in politics, there are many ways you can do this. Educate yourself on the issues and candidates and form your own opinions and perspectives. Vote in every election and encourage others to do the same. Contact your representatives and let them know your views and concerns. Join our support of political organization or campaign that aligns with your values. Attend our organized events, rallies, protests that raise awareness or demand action on the issues that matter to you. It's not enough to vote anymore, as politicians have their own agendas. Voting is a fundamental right and a duty of citizens in a democracy. But it is not the only way to influence the policies and actions of the government. There are other ways to hold politicians accountable and to make your voice heard. Calling, emailing, writing to your representatives, and letting them know your views and concerns joining political um, organizations, attending or organizing events, educating yourself, contacting the media and expressing your opinions. These are just some of the ways that you can be more politically active and engaged and not rely solely on voting. However, voting is still very important as it is the most direct and powerful way to choose your representatives and the shape the direction of the government. It seems like a lot of work and it is, but in reality, the only way to make your voices heard is to vote for the candidate that you believe will be doing best and then to keep after the candidate if they win. If they don't win, then continue to write your local representatives or even your state representatives. Conduct rallies any and everything to draw a crowd of support. Make your voice heard and people will listen. You may think you are an underdog but if enough people join in then voices can be heard and change can be made. It takes all of us. It doesn't end in November when we vote. We have to keep after the congressmen and let them know they are there because we voted them in. And just like we voted them in, we can easily vote them out. Think about it and get to work. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Lose Lips and until the next time.